Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are real, raw, and relevant. Warning, do not listen to this show if you're sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the pants, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey, all you beautiful people. Tonight we have a fun show for you guys. And I have with me a great guest. Here's a little clue about who my guest is tonight. (laughs) Let's just say there's some big dick energy in the house. Welcome to the show, Frank Catania. How you doing, Frank? Uh, My pleasure, Dr. Zoe. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So Frank is from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, as most of you know. Frank, what's popping? How are things going with you? Oh, my God. Things are crazy right now. So much going on. We're in the middle of, of the course. area of the reunion. There's yes. There, we have lots of things, both good, bad, indifferent. we got a lot of things going on. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I know. I didn't watch this season because I'm so busy with my business and everything. But last night I was like, let me watch the at least, you know, part two of the reunion. And I'm just like, wow, wow, there's a lot of drama, 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 drama. And then part three of the reunion is airing. And this is season 13, right? So part three of the reunion is airing this coming Tuesday, correct? That's correct. All right, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, That's the third part of the reunion. How are you hanging in there with all this going on? I got to be honest with you. This has been this has been the craziest season that we've ever had. But then again, I never let it get to me. I got to be honest. With you. I, I never let it get to me. Uh, you know what? I love that about you. I love that about you. You are like cool cucumber. But you know what I really like about you? Like our tag for this show for the past almost ten years. This is our fourth season. Is real raw relevant? And um, you are just un, as unfiltered as I am. You're just like, you don't give a fuck. You don't care. Don't. You're just like, I'm me. This is me. Accept it. And you know what's really cool? Like, of course, we know you're the ex-husband of Dolores. And Dolores is like a class act. Like, out of everybody, I would say, like, she just has this presence and this aura about her that's just like, a class act. She always tries to keep the peace. She's, I mean, I'm, I'm no, she's a strong ass woman and she's got an edge to her. I know that, but, and then you have these two beautiful, successful kids. Congratulations on that. Gabby, you know, what a, what's just an old soul that has stayed like so true to herself. It seems like through all of this, yes. is that, am I getting the uh, right vibe here with her? You're- you're getting the exact right vibes. Yeah, she um, just seems like she has just stayed so down to earth, and she has just remained true to herself in what she does. And that speaks volumes about you guys as parents. Thank you very, very much. One thing I said, we're, we're, we're obviously divorced, and it was not a friendly divorce. It was a rough divorce, Dr. Zoe. And, and despite that, Dolores was more concerned about her family and her children than she was about yeah. herself. So. And, yeah. and, and since then, we have we have a great family. Uh, yeah, and then Frank Jr. is like this. I mean, he is such a good-looking kid. How old is he now? 24 years old. Wow, he's a good-looking kid. Great-looking kids, beautiful family. 
And, you know, back to the divorce being, you know, crazy, you know, but then after a couple of years, you guys really started to co-parent pretty well, right? It wasn't only after a couple of years. It was walking out of the courtroom when Dolores pulled me to the side and said, we have two young children, right? And we, we love them. Um, we've, we've brought them into this world together. Um, yeah. I want to stay as a I want to stay as a family. And Dolores, Dolores is just, a, like you said before, she is such a strong woman. Uh, and I give her, I, listen, I thank her yeah. for my family. So I want to, and then now you're in this amazing relationship with this sexy ass blonde girl, Brittany. <laughs> and she is so, she's a smoke show. She's gorgeous. She looks like Barbie on steroids, like not on steroids in a bad way, like Barbie, like, times two like she's just gorgeous she's beautiful i'm sure she's got a lot of substance as well we're going to get into all of that here in a minute but i want to back up for a second and i want people to get to know you your backstory a little bit and then we're going to talk about high profile dating because there was a big span there where you were single right after the divorce and before Brittany, right Yes, yes, that's for sure. That's for sure. And everybody knows you kind of went through a little hoe season. That's no se- that's no secret, right, Frank? Yeah. I'll be there both okay. And always. <laughs> okay. So let's back up for a second. So where were you born? I was born in New Jersey. I've always been a Jersey boy. Um, I always grew up in a Jersey Jersey household. I'm your typical, <laughs> whether good or bad, your typical Guido New Jersey man. Yeah, I was born in Jersey as well. I grew up in, like, Hamilton Township, Mercer County. Yeah. I have so many memories in New Jersey as a kid, like, you know, Cape May and Long Beach Island. We had a house on Long Beach Island. And, you know, Seaside Heights and Wildwood were totally different when I was a kid, though. And uh, just, like, love Jersey, lots of family from Jersey. Still got family from Jersey and New York and everything. But uh, so I've always paid attention to the reality shows that are like based in New Jersey and supported them. So it's so great to have you on. But so born in Jersey. So what did your parents do for a living when like you were a kid? Um, my dad, my dad is also an attorney. Um, okay. He's always been, a, he's been an attorney. My dad was also director of gaming enforcement okay. uh, under governor. Whitfield. He was in charge of Atlantic city here he's always been a businessman and now he's uh world renowned in the online gaming industry uh, my mom my mom rest her soul she passed away in 2007 who was my best friend ever um wow, she fine. was a she was a math teacher and, and when they got divorced my mom and dad got divorced she went back to school my mother became a doctor and she had her own practice she was she was very well renowned in jersey uh so i'm very very proud of my mother and my father my entire family to be honest with you yeah. What? Um, so, any siblings? Did you have brothers and sisters growing up? I sure do. I have. I have a sister who's slightly younger than me, and she's also a doctor. Uh, uh, I have a stepsister and a stepbrother. Uh, so, but we listen. Family's always been everything to us. Uh, yeah. It's always been everything. So, how did you meet Dolores? Like, at what point? So, you became an attorney, and then you met Dolores, or you became an attorney after you met Dolores? No, I, I I was just finishing up law school, and okay. I I went to a retirement dinner for a judge at a banquet center in our town here. Dolores was waitressing. Um, okay. And at the time, her mother was also a waitress with her there. 
And I, quite differently back in those days, I was shy. I would not approach a woman. So I was with one of my friends, and I had my friend So what year are we talking? She's waitressing back in what? What's so crazy is my family has tons of restaurants in Jersey that they started, Colonial Diner, the Americana Diner, blah, 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 blah. But what? And so we're, you know, it was that side is Greek. So, you know, they always treated their people like family. Um, so what? Tell me, like, what year are we talking that Dolores is waitressing? Because my mind can't even comprehend it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We're going back to 1990. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. We're going way back. All right. Okay. Dolores, so she's a waitress. Her mom's a waitress. You were shy. You were shy back then? Yeah, I was a lot more shy than I am now. That's for sure. Okay. And so you talked to her, and that's how you met her? She was your waitress? No. No, okay. honestly, I wouldn't. I, I was too shy to talk to her. I had my friend go up to her. You <laughs> so, shy? I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm like kind of shocked. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. So you had your friend talk to her. I had my friend talk to her. Honestly, that back then we had no social media, um, so we ended up talking on the phone, and I took her on a date, and the rest is from from there. Um, okay. Dolores became. Not only my girlfriend, she became my best friend. I mean, we had an incredible, Aww. incredibly real. You really guys did. seem like you're really close. Fast forward now, like there's just like this beautiful. You can tell that there's like this love, even though you know. I know that, you know, you're um, you're a naughty boy. I think you're kind of naughty by nature, but you know, I think that yeah, you've I, also I probably learned a lot from your experiences, like. I'm a bad girl too. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I have a past. We all have a past, right? Like I've done a lot. Like I've been married a couple of times. I got, you know, yeah, a lot of relationships and stuff, but I kind of always put my career the past, you know, decade, maybe over a decade, my career came first. So it's just kind of like, you know, men and boys are toys, you know. Anyway, Frank, it's so good to have you on because you are like now, you would never think that you're shy because you're not shy at all now. So you met her, you the rest is history. So you get married. How long were you dating before you got married? Uh we were dating three years. I probably think it was three okay. years. Okay. All right. Three and then the years. kids came. How long after the marriage the kids came? Gabby was there. Within one year later, she Gabby was okay. Gabby came about. All right. Uh, Frank Frankie came three years later after that. They're three years um, apart. We okay, blessed. cool. I was blessed to have a daughter and a son. I had you know one and one. Um, had an entire family. Uh, it, it, what did life it, look it, like like in those early years of marriage with you and Dolores? Like paint a picture of how life was. Like what was it? Like, was she home with the kids and you were, you know, working and you, so you did a lot of stuff in real estate, you know, you, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like buying foreclosures and flipping them. Like, when did you get into that stuff? I, I, I was involved slightly before I met Dolores. And when I met Dolores, she was waitressing. And right after I met her at that time, she worked for the sheriff's department in the courthouse where I did most of my practicing in law. Uh, she became a sheriff's officer there, uh, transported the prisoners, and she was a tough ass. Wow. Let me tell you something. Delirious. Oh, so she uh, is a tough ass. She really is. Oh, 
Yeah, she, she and him, believe me, Dolores. There's a joke that old. nobody's punched you harder than Dolores. Oh, 100%. Uh, <laughs> is that true? Right? Is that true? Uh, without a doubt. Uh, when I, when okay. I tell you that. All right. I love it. Props, props. Right. Okay. And then, quite honestly, I deserved it, which is quite all right. Um, yeah, so, so let's Lord. get into that. Let's get in. Let's get into that. Let's get into that. All right. So, you guys obviously became successful, right? And you know when. So I, I'm not sure. Like you and I have talked a couple times, but what I do for a living is I'm a confidant to high-profile individuals, primarily men, for the last 16 years. I used to be an agent in the music industry. But then when like iTunes came out and everything, I needed to change what I was doing for a living. So I became, got into personal development and really became, instead of being an agent for high profile, like multi-platinum artists and people in the entertainment industry, I became a confidant. And we joke around, we say, like now I certify consultants uh, for the past, since 2008, we've certified over 8,000 consultants internationally. And we say that it's better than attorney-client privilege because leaders have nobody they can talk to. So we make sure that it's 100% confidential. And the reason why I really have a heart for leaders as well is because of my papoose, which is Greek for grandfather, back in Jersey, watching him, you know, he had a 100-acre farm, he had all these restaurants, he was a gambler, he had poker games where there was like everybody and every judges and, you know, district attorneys like around poker game tables, you know, betting everything from horses and houses and cars and, you know, boats and all this stuff. It wasn't just money, you know, and there's these little problems promissory notes they were right it was like I grew up like you know kind of like the godfather and goodfellows and all that stuff right so I knew that my grandfather couldn't tell my grandmother everything god rest their souls um and I knew that he carried a lot of weight on his shoulders because he was in charge of so much and so many people were relying on him and our huge family was all working for him and there's a lot of pressure so now fast forward I've utilized kind of my life to be a confidant high-profile men and so you know they all tell me their secrets right so it's 100% confidential so when they get you know somebody they work with pregnant or they have an issue with somebody they're having an affair with or um, it, say there's just problems when it comes to their team that they're running you know for their businesses or financial investments everything you can imagine they talk to me about so you could feel comfortable and you could tell me whatever. And I know you're an open book, right? Like you told me when we spoke, but you did go through like what, there's a lot of pressure on men, right? A lot of pressure when it comes to, you know, family and business and everything. And a lot of times drugs, alcohol could be an outlet, but a lot of times, sometimes it's sex and it's women and it's this. So what happened? Like what kind of, what was the trajectory? Like what happened with the marriage and you know, ended up where you guys ended up with the divorce and stuff. We, uh, our, our, my, my business, my grew business grew tremendously when Dolores and I met. And so we, we were, we, we did quite, quite well. All right. Money, well, let's put it this way. Money was not an issue. Um, and when Dolores was eight months pregnant, uh, she stopped working uh, with my daughter, Gabby, and she was a stay home mom at that point. And, and quite, I continued to practice law in addition to the real estate. And quite honestly, I did a lot of divorce. I did a lot of divorce yeah. law. And, and my dad, who was also an attorney, told me, you know, you got to be careful. You're doing a lot of divorce law. 
these women, uh, they look at you as their lawyer-looking man, almost their knight in shining armor. So kind of like their savior, down. yeah. It's like, listen, I've been divorced. <laughs> it's like everybody thinks it's the worst thing. It is the worst thing when you're going through it, but when it's over, whew, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is yeah, how yeah. I felt after my divorces. Thank you, God. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so you're like the facilitator of that, like, Oh yeah, this is finally over with. And so of course they kind of get crushes and stuff like that. So is and, that and what happened? Exactly. Just, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened on my end um, uh, today. I, I, as back then, I will tell you, it, it was a mistake. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, my 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 thinking was blurred to say the least. Yeah, you and, were young too. You were young. You know what I mean? You were yeah. young and. We all make mistakes, all of us. Every single one of us has made mistakes, right? So what's important is that we learn from them, we move on, and we become a better version of ourselves. And I think with you guys, it's right there in your face, like how well you co-parent, that there's love and respect between you guys. You back her up. So you've backed her up on the show. How did she get on the show? And then how many seasons have you guys been on the show? Dolores, way back when they started the uh, Housewives in New Jersey, Dolores was casted as one of the Housewives. Um, and she had come to me, and we spoke. Our children were still young, so Dolores passed on it, all right, because she was friends with all the initial cast. Uh, she ended up passing on it. And then six years later, they came to her again. And at that time, uh, our kids were older. And, and again, even though we're divorced, we still talked about it together, and that's what we did. And Dolores ended up going on the show at that point and I was the ex-husband who we had a unorthodox relationship we were also business partners and so I was shown on the show just as if almost a husband at that point yeah yeah and and now seven seasons later uh, seven seasons congratulations on that that's great uh thank you um and Dolores you know listen we've always kept our relationship good it's 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 funny because um, my girlfriend has been around quite you know, We've been dating for three, four years. She's been around for 10 years, and she's always seen the relationship. Wow, okay. The- she's been around yeah. for 10 years. That's a long time. All right, so let's draw the line in the stand for a second. After the divorce and everything, you're single. What You do other businesses as well. So you're a trainer. What's, what, tell me your other businesses as well. So after the we, divorce, we, what are you doing like for a living, and what's your life like after the divorce? I was an attorney. Uh, we owned Harley-Davidson dealerships. We owned Gold's gyms. We owned powerhouse gyms. So, and and, and I, I would always keep myself busy. I, I always had to keep okay. myself busy not to get myself in trouble. All right. Um, let's, talk about, yeah. let's talk about that season of your life. You're divorced. You own tons of businesses. You know, you're you got Dolores as a business partner as well. Things have gotten better as far as the co-parenting and all that stuff. The drama part is over, and you're dating, right? And I'm like a lot of people listening, a lot of my clients, a lot of people listening. High-profile dating is not easy, right? I mean, I know even for myself. I mean, I have these guys sign non-disclosures. I just. Like right away, it's like, boom, you want to hang out with me? You want to see me? Then you got to sign this non-exposure. You know, even my cleaning ladies, my, you know, people who work at my house, my staff, they've got to sign non-disclosures too because you got to protect yourself. 
So when you were single and you're high profile, and then even, you know, before, you know, if it's seven seasons, I don't know if, you know, Brittany's been around for 10 years, but there was probably part of that where you're getting this, you know, momentum and, you know, you're getting this like star quality and stuff. So I'm sure there's always women throwing themselves at you and stuff. But let's talk about the single season of uh, Frank Tanya. Okay. So what... So what was going, like, how did you navigate, how did you, you know, be careful of not only protecting, like, you know, your family, protecting your name, protecting, like, how do you date? Like, you don't go on a dating app. Like, I've never been on a dating app. You know, most of my clients, like, we can't go on dating apps, right? So how did you meet people? How did you date? And then how did you keep it discreet and then watch out for, like, gold diggers and clout chasers and stuff like that? I, I, I quite honestly, um, after Dolores and I separated, I, I definitely wasn't looking <laughs> and even worried about any gold diggers. It, it was just, it was more of a quantity thing than a quality thing. Uh, I, I, I was not being very So you just didn't even thing. care. You were just like banging everything. I, Did you go on dating apps? Uh, were you on dating apps? Uh, I've ne- I, to, to this date, I've never been on a dating app in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't. was between the businesses that so I you had. Just be, a gym, a, yeah, you just meet people constantly. A, a gym, a gym is, is 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 a gym is better than a club. Um, yeah. So especially when you're the owner, and so it, it was. It's funny because I, as I said, I used to be very very shy. I would never approach a woman. All right, I never approach a woman up until you know I guess my twenties, and um, it, afterwards it just became totally different. After our divorce, it became totally different, and, and my entire attitude changed. Do you feel uh, like and, it was like an escape, like a like a um, like kind of like something like just being with a lot of women was like an outlet of stress relief? Of course, like of course it was. Do I know something? It's not even stress relief, but exact. You just hit it on the head. It was. It, it, it was. It, it, I gotta be honest with you. It's. You're running around, and, and I'll put it out there. You know, you're running around, you're sleeping with this woman, sleeping with that woman, everything else. It, it does. It doesn't mean you're happy. It doesn't mean you're happy. And oh, of course not. That's, of course not. Yeah. That that's the way I would deal with issues in my life. All right. Yeah. Try to keep my immersed in in, in women at the time. Um. So it, it's it, it's. It was an outlet. It was an outlet. Yeah, so I'm going to give you an example. So I've, yeah, I want to give you an example. I just want to get your take on this. So I've got a guy uh, who's a new client. Of course, everything is confidential, but he's, uh, you know, he's a pretty high profile guy, very extremely successful, and he's married to a gorgeous actress. Like she's stunning, like a 10, right? And, um, he shared with me confidentially, you know, he slept with like 53 women in the last six months and they're married, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, what, so I'm like, what is it? Is it like for stress relief? Is it, you know, just trying to get to it? And it's like, he's numb. He's got, guys are really good at putting things on autopilot. You know, they've got, and they're good at putting things in different compartments 
comparatively to females who, you know, females can be really emotional. You know, they can make choice. Not all females, ladies. I love you. <laughs> you know, a lot of females, though, they'll be emotional. And it's like, follow my heart, my heart's desires. I say this all the time. And guys are more like, that sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a plan. Execute, execute, execute. It's more logic. And, um, but, you know, they become numb because they have so much responsibility or whatever the case would be. And just like I said, it could be any kind of addiction. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be this. It could be that. And a lot of times it's sex, you know, and I feel like, you know, it's just an outlet. But what you said about not being happy, like, that's so true. Like tons of my clients, they'll have like the Lambos and the Ferraris and the Bentleys and the finest fucking women you've ever seen. And they're just, and they're, you know, and they're still not happy. So when did you realize, like, but first I want to ask you a question. So what do you think your body count is? Can you say? That's a shame. I'm embarrassed to say I have no idea. Really? Can you give me a ballpark, Frank? Can you give me, like, a ballpark or you don't want to say? Ballpark. Uh, I I mean, I I know Joe Gorga has has joked around and been like, 600. (laughs) uh, I, I hate to I hate to say it because I have such a great girlfriend, but it's probably well well beyond that. Okay, all right, you know, and what, you know, and of course, of course, she's with you and she hears all this stuff, and so there's definitely a reason why she's by your side. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't worry about that because you're a different guy, right? Right? So now, hundred so percent. But Dr. Zoe, you know, situation because Brittany's an incredible person. I mean, other than being yes. incredibly beautiful, she she is. So let's get into that. So let's get into that. Let's transition into like when you met her, how did the, how did it progress like that? Let's, how did you know well, there, that she was different than the rest? There, 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 there was one significant other in between, which I dated for many, many years. All right. Um, and we, we had some issues, all right. Some ex- extracurricular uh, issues um, with addiction. Um, and quite honestly, he went through that. So that ended that relationship. But I'm also on her still very end. close to her. On her end. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Still friends with her. Okay. Uh, I'll do anything for her. Um, and she was, she, was, she was a very good woman. She was a good woman. Um, but because of that, because of what happened there, it opened up a door. As I said, I knew Brittany for 10 years. We only started dating approximately about four years ago. Uh, okay. So it, it opened up a door at that point because what was lacking over there, and I'm glad to say that 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 that, that woman ha- is much better now. She's back to normal. She's doing great. Uh, it's just that we couldn't just pick up where we left off when it happened. So during that time, uh, you know, it's, I, I've always trained Brittany. I, you know, I trained her for her bodybuilding shows, and we've always gotten along. We've always laughed. So at one of your know, gyms we, that you own, she was somebody that you were training. Yeah. Okay. Yep, exactly. Okay. So, so you didn't you only know, own the gyms, you were also training clients. I it was a handful of clients I would train. Okay. I would never train more than four or five people at a time. Uh So you're I, training I, I, her, I, she's doing bikini competitions and and bodybuilding or what what type of stuff were you training her? At for? that time just just bikini, right? She's doing just a okay, bikini gotcha. class. 
she did great. She did great. She won, I think, basically all of her shows except one. Um, she she was very very good. I I I, I don't pat myself on the back, but I was a great trainer. You know, I took a lot of people to their pro status, and I, I'm very good with someone's body as soon as I I learn it, which takes me about thirty days. So anyway, okay. so you know, I are training at that point, and when things happened with the relationship I was in at that time, um, which caused it to you know break apart. It was available. Me and Brittany talked. We went out, and I got to be honest with you. There's an age difference between Brittany and I. There's a big age difference between Brittany and I, which has That's never. That's okay. Ever... That's okay, Frank. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I listen. It's going to keep you me. young. What's the age difference? What's the age difference? Twenty-five years between the two of us. Okay. Twenty-five well, years. Between you know. I mean, that's. And I tell you something. First of all, I date guys with a big age difference too. My mom's married to a guy that's 19 years younger than her for 26 years now. I mean, it goes both ways this day and age. You know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But yeah, I mean, that's not the age difference. Does that bother you? Nope, not at all. There you go. Yeah, but do you feel like it? Do you feel like other people get bothered by it? Or do you not Everyone's give a fuck what they think? I could care less what anybody else says, to be honest with you. But social media, social <laughs> media, they're, 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 they're keyboard warriors. And, and I got to be honest with you, I could care less. And you know, I have never, I have never laughed so much and had such an incredible relationship as I've had with Brittany right now, despite our age yeah, difference. Okay. Brittany's, not, Brittany's not a 33-year-old. Brittany is truly a beautiful woman, and she's, she's a 50-year-old at heart. All right? She's in bed by yeah. 9.30 every single night. Um, we don't ever argue. She's a, she's the easiest going person. Always optimistic. Always happy. Doesn't How does she deal with the um, like? Because you guys are serious. Like, you know, being on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, you know, on Bravo, and for everybody listening, we are with Frank Catania, and you know, one of the husbands, quote unquote, but he's really an ex husband, and we're talking about his current relationship with Brittany, his beautiful girlfriend. Um, how does Brittany deal with the, you know, the limelight that you're in? Because just being on that show, you are a target for, you know, smear campaigns and online bullies and a, a lot of bullshit. You know why, Frank? Because people are jealous. And jealousy is a disease, and they have nothing better to do. So how does she deal with that, though? Because she sounds like a sweetheart. She's, she's, she is excellent when it comes to that. Um, okay. No matter where we go, and, and i got to be honest, I, I'm flattered. No matter where we go, we have people coming up. You have women coming up. You have you know women you know sending you DMs. Um, and she, of course. she's so secure. And she's always been good. We went to, except for one time, we, we went down to the Bahamas, and we were down there. And i got to be honest, it, it was the most. We could not walk 100 feet without being <laughs> But it got, it got to the point where there were group, groups of women who were yeah. down there by themselves, and they're drinking, and they come over, and then they start touching you. You're a All big right? then, guy. You're a big guy. You're uh, a good-looking guy. But, like, what? Uh, how big are you? How tall are you? 5'11". Uh, Okay, and then your arms are like your guns. What are your? The gu- the guys, you got yeah, huge got... arms. So it's been it's been lifting for a long time. So, but it got to and Brittany. That was the only time 
we were in our room, and I said to her, I'm going to run down to Starbucks. She goes, no, you're not. I said, what do you mean, no, not? She goes, no, you're not going without me. I mean, that that was the only time that it's ever been an issue. Otherwise, she handles it great. She she does. Yeah. She's so secure. She's so secure. But that's my job. That's my job to make her feel yeah, secure. Yeah, exactly. Despite, despite, exactly. Yeah. All right. So before you got together with Brittany, when, and then you had this other significant other um, that it didn't work out, and then you got together with her, like, what... So now, how do you, you know, when did you make the decision? Because I'm going to be totally honest with my listeners and you right now. I was a cheater, a player, you know, bad, really bad most of my life. And then I had to make a conscious decision um, that I was going to be faithful and loyal. And so it was it wasn't easy. Like it was a conscious decision. Like I'm going to, it was like, I'm going to challenge myself to be faithful in this relationship. So I was for seven years, but as soon as it was over, I was like, Oh my gosh, I went insane, went crazy before I got into another serious relationship. And then I had a divorce about 10 years ago and I've been single, but I'm always honest. Like I'll tell a guy, listen, I'm not just seeing you. I'm seeing this person, this person, this person, you know, whatever. Like, so I, I'm always upfront and honest about things now, but I'm single. So I could do whatever the fuck I want, but I had to make a conscious decision to not cheat, you know? And once a cheater, always a cheater is bullshit because people change. So I hate hearing that. And usually, Frank, it's like an aha moment or an epiphany or some kind of realization, a spiritual experience, um, a tragedy. You know, it takes something for people to kind of change. So what made you become or what now has kept you, like, faithful, loyal, true? When, when your birthday comes around and you realize what age you are, you get to the point where you- <laughs> You know, I gotta tell you something. You know, you realize something. Come a day, I don't want to be having a birthday and being by myself without having a significant other. And when 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 I thought that, it was at the time that I had an incredible, incredible girl who basically kisses the ground I walk on. Always makes sure that I'm happy, but at the same time puts me puts me in my place. And I realized quite honestly, I I don't want to lose her. And and the only way, you know, I said to myself, what, what is it that you're getting out of all this other running around and, yeah. and I realized wasn't this sexual ass because it's quite honestly anytime I ever cheated the, the the women usually never compared to the person I was with yeah but it, they, they weren't even is it more of the conquest even, is it more of like the it, notch it's, it's it's the thrill of the chase and not the act yeah. itself well, I think that's so, human nature. I really believe, yeah. you know, psychology 101 is that, you know, we're innately created as sexual beings and we're not really meant to be monogamous with one person. I think we can have multiple soulmates as well, but love is a choice every morning when we wake up. So when we make that decision to be in a monogamous relationship, a committed relationship of marriage or, you know, an engagement situation or living with somebody or whatever the case may be, it's a choice. We have to make a conscious choice every single morning when we wake up because there's going to be hard days. There's going to be good days. There's going to be everything in between. There's going to be people that want to sleep with them, sleep with us. There's going to be people attracted. You guys are both very attractive. So I'm sure there's guys that hit on her as well, you know, so it goes both ways. 
and it's a choice. It's a choice. It's a, it's an, I don't think it's an easy choice, but it's definitely a conscious choice every day to be like, okay, now let me ask you this. Would you agree with that? What I just said? Yeah, to, to it's a, a point, conscious yes. choice. It's not only a choice, but you, you, you get to the point where you know, I, I don't want to lose her. I, I, right. I don't want to lose her. Right. Right. So yeah. let's say you and you and Brittany are walking and there's just a gorgeous woman and you're a man. Right. So how do you how do you handle it? Like, how do you is she comfortable? Will she say, oh, yeah, that girl is hot. Will she say Absolutely. something like that? Okay, good. Absolutely. All right, so she's com- she is confident. I love that. Yeah, because that's how I'm, I'm, I'm like, like, look at that ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's very similar to the way Brittany is. And, you know, Brittany, listen, Brittany, Brittany understands, all right, men are men, yeah. women are women, um, and, yeah. and it's just good-looking people in the world. And it's it's just not yeah. normal for someone to see a good-looking person. Sometimes, you know, you don't want to be disrespectful, but sometimes you look or you'll take a double take, all right? But I would never disrespect her. But but right. at the same time, I'm human. But you, but you right. got to stop it at that. In the, in the past, in the past, I'd say, oh, my God, you want to say, wow, she's incredible. Let me see if I can get her. Um, yeah. You know, th- those, days, those days are gone, and, and, and she had a lot to do with that. That's that's awesome. That's really good. But it's also really important for, you know, people listening that are high profile dating, like you can't be with somebody that's not comfortable in their own skin because they're going to get jealous when you're in the limelight, when you're in the spotlight, when you have, you know, the clout that you have, when you have, you can't be with someone that can't handle that. There's a lot of, you know, like if they get jealous or insecure or if they, wouldn't you agree with that for people listening that are in similar situations where they're high profile dating? One, that goes without say, absolutely. You, you, but that also has something to do with you too and myself. You need to make them feel comfortable enough where, you know, that if you see a good looking person, you know, you say, she'll say to me, wow, she's hot, you know. Um, she's not going to say that to me. She thinks I'm going to try to go bang the chick later on in the day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, yeah, because, of course, of course, yeah, of course. But some people, Frank, I mean, just some people you can't, there's not enough you can do to make them feel secure, you know. And a lot of times relationships, and I know even for myself personally and lots of my clients, like it'll start off and it'll be like you and Brittany have been knowing each other for 10 years and then together for like four, right? And you said four. Yeah. So that's a that's a yep. good solid foundation of a relationship you know there's people out there that are you know we're talking about high profile dating and that's why I kind of wanted to get you on and talk about that time when you were single and thank you for sharing like how you know it was empty and all that stuff but you know when you are dating and you're high profile it's also I think trust is a huge factor because you're going to share you're going to get vulnerable you're going to share, you're going to have pillow talk, right? And you're going to share things yep. about yourself. So how did you navigate that in the beginning as far as like, you know, building that trust? We, the fact that we knew each other for so long and because she knew me, um, it was a lot easier than, than starting anew with somebody else. Um, so let's so talk she, to our listeners. How would you, what would advice would you give as far as like, building trust with somebody, knowing they're going to, when you first start dating somebody in your high profile, you know, knowing they're going to be discreet because, you know, a lot of the guys that I have as clients, like they can get together with the wrong person and that person gets their feelings hurt or whatever. 
and they will cause women will cause some serious problems. Like I tell them all the time, there's some pussy that bites back, you know? Yeah, that 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 goes without say. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 brought you brought up a good point not too long ago, all right? And that was which I didn't do in the past, all right? But uh, as I got older, I did, and that was to tell the truth. I got to be honest, to tell the truth. Yeah. You start out dating somebody. If you're dating somebody else, you know, you're and you're hiding it. It gets to the point where you got to remember the lies that you said. Uh, and, and you know, one of my friends said, "Why don't you just tell them, tell them the truth?" And I started telling the truth and said, "This is the situation. This is it." At least you know they it may not they may not like what they hear, but at least they 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 appreciate you being honest with them. And I think that right, exactly. Now, that has a lot towards, you know, gaining trust and them trusting you, especially when right off the bat you tell them, you know, again, it may not be what they want to hear, but at least you're being honest with them. Right, right, exactly. And um, I really uh, want to have you, I have uh, listeners that have written in some questions, so I really want to have you answer some questions with me. Are you down for that after a quick commercial break? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. With Frank Catania with New Jersey Housewives, and we will answer your questions right after this commercial break. Stay tuned. Dr. Zoe Today is sponsored by Catapult Enterprises. Catapult is here to facilitate your personal evolution, helping leaders maintain their impact in the world over 15 years. Catapult has had the privilege to serve icons and companies worldwide. Check out confidential consulting, leadership certifications, VIP branding, even luxury retreats at catapultent.com. After all, success is a collection of right relationships. So get catapulted today at catapultent.com. All right, Frank, let's answer some of the questions from our app. So on the Dr. Zoe Today app, people submit questions that we answer a couple of those every week. So are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. So the first question is, I've been seeing someone for a few months now. She's gorgeous, a ton of fun, but I've noticed she never wants to just hang out unless we're doing something extravagant or making an appearance. I enjoy her, but sometimes a night in is nice. I can't decide if this is a personality thing or something I should be wary of. What are your thoughts? So I'm going to answer, but I'll let you go first. Go ahead. I think it's something you should be weary of. Uh, if, if in fact that's the case, why is it that you know just you and her alone is not enough? So that yeah, that would definitely. I agree. Up, you know, because you you want to just spend some time you and her enjoy each other's company, and she's against that. She wants to be in the limelight and she wants to be seen. Uh, that, that's 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 a questionable motive on her part. Right, and another thing is, who doesn't want to be with somebody that they can just chill with and relax and enjoy each other? And it sounds like she's not really into you, but maybe whatever you bring to the table. Okay, number two, my dad is a well-known retired athlete and is very protective of his kids. My boyfriend hasn't put two and two together yet, so does not know who my dad is. My dad does not know I've been dating someone the last six months. We have a family wedding this summer, and I'd like to take my boyfriend. How do you think I should break the news to my dad, and should I prepare my boyfriend for who my dad is? I, I would say yes, absolutely. First of all, with respect to the boyfriend, 
you do need to, before you go to the wedding, obviously, sit down and explain to them. And, and in fact, I assume the way it sounds is that they've been together long enough now without him knowing who her dad is to assume that he's there for the right reasons. Right. right. Six that's, months. That's, that's pretty that's solid. What, yeah, that's, that's good. So that that that's what it sounds like. And at the same point, you know, listen, your dad's very, very protective. So I would go to your dad and I would definitely tell your dad, but I would also tell your dad how long you have been with him. And that's just not someone that you're bringing to the wedding so they understand that he didn't know who your dad was, and he's still there, and he's been there for a while. So at least the dad will know he has you know, correct motives. Yeah, and girl, mad props to you for not telling him who your dad is and for building something solid for six months before you're bringing him to a family event. Because, like, I've got kids, Frank, and you got kids. And, you yep. know, my kids know, don't bring them home unless you're together for a while or you're serious about this person. If you're serious about this person, you've fallen in love with them, okay, bring them. Bring them to Sunday dinners, you know, or something. But unless it's something serious, they know. They don't even they won't even tell me. What about your kids? How how have you cuz I can imagine you're really protective of your kids. So how have you navigated that part? With, with respect to my daughter, who, who's I got she she is as tough as not tougher than her mother. Um, she's only dated. Man, props to Gabby. Gabby, Gabby's the shit. I love her. I don't even know her. I love her. Okay, go ahead. And I got so Dr. Zoe. The thing about Gabby was the best. Gabby does not give two shits what anyone thinks about her. Does That's not great. care. Care less. All right. I love that. Yeah. And, and she is so strong-willed, and she's incredible. But she's only had three boyfriends her entire life, and she's with the third guy now, and she's been with him for about approximately four years. Um, so I wow, I think that's a long time. Yeah, and if if, if they if they've been with my daughter and they could deal with my daughter for that long, I, I, kudos to you. So you know you get a pass because Gabby's not yeah. easy, all right? She, girl, she's a tough girl, and I trust. I trust her judgment. All right, my daughter will not take any shit. Uh, okay. What about uh, what about Frank Jr.? Frank Jr. Uh, Frank Jr. is a different story. Frank Jr. has. Isn't it crazy women. how two? You know, all three of my kids, I raised them all the same, and they're so different. Each one of them is so different when it comes to relationships. Okay, Frank Jr. What's the deal on him, and how is he navigating dating and all that stuff? Women. He's a good-looking kid. I mean, he's a really good-looking kid. Frankie is, he had a serious girlfriend. He's had a couple of serious girlfriends. He is not dating anyone serious now for quite some time. My son has landed his, his incredible dream job. He works on Wall Street. He does very, very well. And he is most concerned about his business and making his millions first before he has I a serious love that. I love that. Yeah. My youngest son yeah. is killing it in business. I'm so proud of him. I love, don't you love your kids when they do well? It's just like, ah, uh, it's, I think that. Yeah is better than any feeling in the world is when your kids are doing well. Okay, let's go to the next question really quick. Uh, Went through a nasty divorce last year, recently started dating. I'm finding it difficult to see anyone for more more than two to three dates. Even though I want to, I just find it hard to trust anyone. All right, so somebody went through a nasty divorce. They're dating again. They're having trouble trusting anyone and it seems like they get, don't get past two or three dates. What would be, it says any advice. What would be your advice? She, uh, my opinion is someone needs to, 
to definitely seek a, some some therapy because it is, she's never going to yeah. be happy. In fact, it goes from day to day to day because every guy is not a bastard. All right, every guy it doesn't mean cannot be trustworthy. I gotta be honest with you. In my younger years, yes, you're. Right, I'm not trustworthy. Right now, I am absolutely trustworthy. Um, Dolores said to me way back when, uh, shortly after we separated, do me a favor and come back home now. And then I come back home now, and we will forget about everything that happened, and I will forget everything. And quite honestly, I said to her, because I loved her so much, and I didn't want to hurt her, I said to her, I can't because I can't promise you that I will be faithful. So damn, damn. That, you know what, though? That is a hard truth. And really, whenever we are honest, and that moment, even though you look back on it, you just mentioned it, and it's so long ago, I'm sure, but... That's a hard truth, and every time we're honest, I feel like there's a reward in it. Like there's a bigger reward in our honesty than that snowball effect you were talking about earlier where it's just like lie after lie after lie and a lie to cover a lie. Like it's not worth it. So just that honesty, and then look at what happened now. Like everything worked out the way that it was supposed to. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Exactly right. But to the point, her point, she's got to realize, you know, it doesn't mean every man cannot be trusted. Exactly. uh, and, yeah. and, and, and if she get past that point, she's going to be jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship is never going to be settled and happy again. Another thing is, you know, she's going to repeat cycles. So to you, the listener that wrote this question in, it's definitely you said that you went through a divorce last year. You're not getting a pass. Take some time for you. You went through a nasty divorce. Find out what makes you happy. What is your purpose? What is your destiny? What is the coming to the full essence of who you are as a person? Build trust in yourself. You can't trust anybody else until you trust yourself. So you can't love anybody else until you love yourself. For me, when I'm reading this, I just think that you definitely need to take some time for yourself. Date yourself. Be good to yourself. Um, heal completely and then you'll build trust with other people and you'll attract a different type of man as well. Okay, let's do two more. Um, My significant other of four years, oh, that's interesting, four years keeps coming up. My significant other of four years really wants a baby. Our Our relationship has had its ups and downs and I'm hesitant to bring a child into the mix. I feel like she's trying to trap me. What should I do? Definitely do not have a baby at this point, all right? <laughs> a, baby, a baby does not save a relationship. A relationship yes. has to be good before Please. you put a baby. Yes. Exactly right. You know, get fix your relationship to the point where you are comfortable with it and, and you feel strong about it before you decide to bring a baby into it. Yeah, kids do not are not a Band-Aid. A lot of people think like, oh, I'm going to, you know, have a baby with this person and then that'll make everything, that'll make them want to stay with me forever or that's going to make everything better. No. When you bring a baby into the situation, it's more pressure, more stress. It's, yes, children are the greatest gifts and they're the most beautiful thing in the world. And it's the greatest love you'll ever have is your child. But when you bring a baby into something that's not solid, it just complicates things completely. And then if you even wrote that you feel like she's trying to trap you, you need to look at that a little deeper and figure out why you feel that way and be honest with yourself about this relationship in general, I think. 
Okay, one more. Let's do one more. What are your tips for dating and keeping your dating life under wraps until you decide um, if you decide to make that someone public? So what are your tips for dating while you're dating life, keeping your dating life under wraps until you decide to make somebody public? So what would be your advice on that? So somebody high profile dating, how do they keep it under wraps, keep it on the DL until they decide to go public? Uh, that's a rough one. Uh, honestly, uh, have dinner at home uh, because uh, no matter where you go, <laughs> yeah. all right, uh, invite uh, just because you, you go out th- every time we go out, uh, and I don't mind at this point. Um, every time you go out, if someone notices you, someone taking a picture of you, um, and it shows up on social media someplace. So it, it's going to be very, very difficult keeping it under wraps, all right? And the last thing you want to do is for it to show up on social media and then you lie about it and say, oh, it's just a, a, a consultant or this or that or anything else. Yeah, I um, definitely would say you have to have an agreement with that person. Being open and honest and saying, like, listen, this is my life. I worked really, really hard to get where I'm at. And if you want to be a part of my life, then this needs to stay on the DL until we form something that's serious, that's solid, before I bring it into the public eye. And, you know, and you're not going to be posted on my Instagram no matter what. No, I'm just kidding. But, like, you know, I mean, it's just like, that's like a big thing. People are like, oh, will you post me? Will you post me on that? It's like, uh, no. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, like, let's form something solid before anybody knows about it and so if you want to date me if you want to see me you got to say hey listen we got to keep this on the dl you know for now and then if something gets serious then i have no problem you know bringing you into the public eye but just be honest about it just be totally honest about it and then be careful you know be careful where you're seen just like frank said all right frank we are going to let you go but before you go so any can you give any little i know you can't give a spoiler but can you give any little details about what's going to happen on part three of the reunion for the New Jersey Housewives on Bravo? What I will tell you is this, Larry, as you saw at the end of part two, all right, the men, the men are now out. Okay. And just looking at the way that they portrayed the men's in between intermissions during uh, part two and led up to, end of part two with the men coming out you can rest assured that is there any physical to... altercations nah we want to i would never allow just that. a lot of I yelling never... uh it's 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 more it's more believe i don't yell all right i don't yell uh everything i do i talk is exactly the way i'm talking to you right now uh, i think you get your point across much better that way um you know some other people on the show yell and scream but let, let's let me just tell you part three will be the best part by far all right, go ahead and give out your Instagram. What's your Instagram, Frank? Uh, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what my Instagram is. It's all right. <laughs> just Google, just Google them. You'll find it. Just Google them. You'll find it. And then, exactly. and then one more, one more thing before you go. And thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, I got with that. Here you go. I got Frank dot Frank dot Catania dot S R for senior. Frank dot dot S R. Okay, perfect. Right. And then the. The relationship with the guys, though, like Joe and Mike, you guys are so tight. Is that legit or is that just for the show? Like there's this companionship that I wish, 
you know, sometimes I wish I had a dick because I'm just like, damn, man, why are men so, like, faithful, loyal, true to their boys, to the men in their life? Like, what's up with that? That's true. And that's why most of Dolores' friends are men. That's exactly why. But on the show itself, my friends are men. I I love. I'll hang out with a guy. I've always been the guy's girl. Like, and you know, I I love I love hanging out with guys. I love men, and I love women. I think they're beautiful, but there's so much catting and backstabbing. But you guys, okay? I know there's one issue with one dude on there. Okay, we all see that. We don't need to discuss that. I don't like focus on negativity. No, no, I hear you. I, but honestly, what you see on the show is true, right? Especially with Joe Beningo, Joe Gorg, I'm very, very close with. I've even, I've even gotten close with Paulie, Dolores' new boyfriend, where we had a rocky road to begin with. Um, yeah. I do business with. Buzz Lightyear. I do business. And I do business with Nate. Um, <laughs> friends of. Wait, um, wait. And, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think that's a compliment. I don't think that that was a diss. I think that was a compliment. So you guys are close. You guys are good. That's all going smooth. And they're happy, yeah. right? They've been so we got to figure this gets filmed. Of course, every show gets filmed before you know the viewers see it. But how long has Dolores been in that relationship? Just real quick. Dolores been in that relationship about a year and a half now, and you know. Okay, well that's, she tells, that's you know, And I, I, Dolores is honest with me. She tells me she's happy, so I'm just happy that our family relationship is back to where it was, and she's still with him, and she's happy with him. Good, 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 good. And you're and you're cool with him. But the guys on the show, the the staples, the guys that have been on the show for a long time, the camaraderie between you guys is just so awesome. It's so awesome, and uh, I really I love seeing that. Like I love I love seeing that. I'm sure all the viewers love seeing that as well. And thank you so much again, Frank, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. You have an awesome rest of the day, Frank. Dr. Joey, thank you.